rising on an emerging generation of kings. BDSM is that he's helping us with foundational thoughts, right? Um, and if you if you're not very discerning, you may be tempted to think that it's not as practical or tactical. But what God is doing is trying to reform the foundation stones. As in, what is the heart of this? Now, priesthood is is so is huge. It's so huge because when you understand priesthood, you know that the first thing that needs to be sacrificed is you. So before you start complaining about the other person and you start broadcasting their weaknesses or verbalizing and vocalizing your displeasure, you know, I was thinking about as you ministered, uh, how the Bible says that to present the bride, the church to himself, by the washing of the water of the word. Now, even before that bride was birthed, as it were, because he's also the father of the bride, father of the day, the redeemer of the bride, how did he buy, buy back the bride? His blood. So, if I've shed my blood to redeem you, what is water that I cannot use to wash you? Which means that the man who will be successful in marriage is one who has considered, reckoned himself dead. For that woman first which means i've already died for you so i can take a slap for you are we getting this now society i'm not saying wife should stop, start slapping their husband to or like say obedient to death you must obey me till you die you must obey me till you. no but i think that god would have us go back to those foundational issues and study the scriptures with a different lens regarding marriage because most of us or many of us society has directed us to tapering it down to how it makes me feel who I become because I'm married to you what I have what I get but God wants us to get to the place of complete sacrifice Christ dies for the church and then the church dies for Christ and the newness of that life produces glory which means at the end of the day nobody actually dies because everybody lives on another level yeah but the enemy wants us to just think oh you know if, if it's not working for me let me start planning and plotting my escape route and I hope that most people here know that a divorce manifests months or years after the seed has been planted and nurtured. So there are certain things we don't allow. You shouldn't allow your mind get into that hope. So you're like, okay, I'm giving this woman just three more weeks. After three weeks, I won't do it again. You will do. Amen? You will carry the cross. Amen. On Wednesday, we're going to have time for questions and answers, and we'll be glad to have you on the panel as well. But I want to ask two questions before we go today. So, sir, I took a number of notes. You're like the when, you know, your wife is doing the things that she does. <laughs> that she said, please don't tell anybody about. You're like, just look at her and be like, you look so cute when you make me angry. <laughs> That, that, that was the way Daddy Andrew made it sound like, oh, oh my gosh, you're so cute. So please, can you help us? Many of us men have not been taught. So for me, I'm very big on teaching and trying to demystify things. So people say don't fornicate. How? 
people say don't be angry how people say don't hit your wife when she's obviously doing something i'm not saying hit your wife but some women can be very interesting it's almost as if they have an assignment So you've been married for 22 years. At those critical times, so when you say you're sort of like pensive and you're thinking, what are you thinking in your mind that has not allowed you to say, let me just impart you? <laughs> What's that thinking process? I have, I have processes, right? But I'd like to hear, and I think that many young men will appreciate it. What are you, how do you process it? How do you absorb? Do you deflect? Do you live in denial? Do you put on Jesus, put under the blood? Or do you just imagine something great she's done before? I'm like, oh, okay, this one, Jura Council. Oh, Pastor Danny, this is a, thank you so much for that question. That's a wonderful uh, question because we, we, we need to be practical um, as much as possible. It helps, it really helps. Um, you know, I've been issue, I think I've made up my mind that there are certain things that I will not descend to. Before, before that moment of irritation, of annoyance, of whatever it is, you know, um, I have somehow been able to build an internal structure that says that I will not descend to being physical with my wife, you know, because uh, part of it is built by scriptures. The Bible says every man loves himself. Mm. <laughs> And that you can't be hitting yourself because exactly that is exactly what you're doing. If you descend to the level of being physical with your wife, is your the Bible says you're beating yourself. Praise the name of the Lord. But I also understand to put it in context is that when I know that I'm finding it difficult to fulfill that already built-up structure within me, I I reconfigure the space. I move back. Sometimes I take a walk. Sometimes, you know, I, you know, sometimes part of the the irritation or um, the, 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 the challenge is when a woman gets into a mood, she asks you one question. It comes hitting you in the face. Something that you ought to have done that you have not done. And she's right. I always tell her that you're always right, but the manner it comes can be challenging. You know, the way a woman is wired, I have that understanding now, is that the moment that one comes, you are still thinking about how to tackle it and tackle it as a, as a bro, as a spiritual person. The second one, the third one comes, pa, pa. And I tell her, please slow down, slow down. See, the first one, I'm still trying to process it. You know, so if you don't have that, on, and that is the way a woman is, you know, wired. You know, once that first one comes, eh, the other ones that she has stored up, that you have not been able to, or you are, you have defaulted on that she didn't bring up at that time. All of them come rushing back, and yes, from the archives, and then she just drops it like it's hot, like that. So please, men must be men. Remember, marriage is not for boys, it's for men. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you must tell yourself that I can handle it. 
Yes, I may need additional time to handle it, but I can handle, handle it. So whatever it is you need to do at that moment in time to, to deflate the tension, you know, ask yourself. I always tell my boy, I said, look, when you ask yourself the right question, the answer will come. So ask yourself, what can I do to deflate this right now? You know, the Holy Spirit can minister to you, just move back a bit, go to the next room, and then come back. This is not for you to run away, you know, because, yeah, because some will come after you. Where are you going? <laughs> you think I'm... <laughs> and this is not... <laughs> and this is not for you to go to leave, you know, mat your matrimonial bed to go and sleep in the sitting room. <laughs> You know, you are creating the Yoruba to say that if there's no crack in the wall, the lizard will not have somewhere to go to. You know, they want to pour hot water on you. You know, so please make up initial, make up your mind that whatever comes from her, you know, by the word of the Lord and by building internal structure, make up your mind that when that thing comes, that I can handle it. Yes. Personally, I want to say something. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, um, I think it was last week when you were asking us about PVC. It wasn't around for the first time. It was online for the first service. So, um, and I'd asked him about his PVC. And, you know, they prayed. There's a prayer he does two times a week, 5.45 a.m. They've labored in prayers, and I know the investment in prayers. So when I asked him about his PVC he collected, and he said he did not. Chai! See, my mouth wanted to run on auto. Hey! Hey! I wanted to go on free course, man. I wanted to run my mouth. I was so upset. I said, how could, how could you have been praying for over a year? And you, no, no, I mean this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you prayed decades. But I'm saying on that particular altar, the 5.45 uh, a.m. altar, that was, uh, that was the one I was... I was angry, and if I went, when we got to, I said, well, thank God you didn't come for first service, so that Pastor Dami called out people that they have PVC and all that, and you know the funny thing, I was looking for something for IBK school and all that, and I went through some of our documents, I saw his PVC, I didn't know, I thought it was the old one, I wasn't sure, I just put it on the dining table, so yesterday as I was going to vote, he said, so I was telling him, better pray, they said the people that don't have their PVC should pray. <laughs> I was rubbing it in. So women know when they're rubbing it in. They're giving us expo. <laughs> of PVC. So he said he's not sure if permanent was but I said that was it. And it was exactly what he had. How he got to our house, I can't I, we don't know till tomorrow. We don't know till now. So he was able to vote. So you know when we came I back voted before her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, eh? I also learned something from yes. that experience. Yes. Just to pull back. Yes. And it comes with maturity. To be honest, I've said it, my own mouth is sharp. But you know, and that's that's the truth. But you see, when we're reading that scripture, when I told Pastor Dami that I was actually taking notes, you know, some things you know but you don't know. Then when you hear it under auction, it's different. When they said quiet and gentle spirit, yes. ah, Nami they talk to. Mm. 
to be wow. so that is it so and see it's a faith walk mm. just take your own and walk with it mm. the one that applies to you take it and walk with it i could have just ah been bold before hey jesus i would have run my mouth run it run it run that one a sample i didn't run it well <laughs> i would have every opportunity i would have gone back to it to tell him because it was something i'm very passionate about but I'm happy I excite some sort of restraint. Maybe not 100%, but I tried at least. Give me passman, you know, for that. And if, and now he voted. Yeah. I was so grateful to God. And I felt really good about it. And I felt good because of that restraint. So praise the Lord. God is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability with us. Last question, and maybe a couple of comments. It's interesting. Um, before I ask the question, let me let me just extract something else from what you said. When you exercise restraint, then your eyes were open to find what was missing. If I position myself as a judge, I'm not qualified to be a helper. Because if you had gone off full throttle expressing yourself, then that dimension of priesthood to be the one to find the PVC will not have been given to you. In fact, you might have even seen it, but you won't have seen it because you were in a state. So what the enemy always wants to do is to becloud our judgment with our preference and then miss out on purpose. And then everybody wonders why is something missing, but everything that is missing is already inside the marriage, it's already inside the union. So there's, there's a principle that we use in our marriage, and I share with my wife often and the people who are very close to us. Now, one of the major principles for me in human relationships generally, in marriage primarily, but other relationships, is the principle of the Kingsman Redeemer. When somebody has violated, somebody has to be the Kingsman Redeemer. There must be bloodshed for redemption. So the question is, if there's violation, who dies? Right? Because both of us cannot believe in, and there will be redemption. Redemption means somebody needs to die. Blood must be shed. Right? Okay, let me be Die to self. We're not talking about murder. Right? And then sometimes people feel like, but I'm always dying, I'm always dying, I'm always dying, I'm always dying. First Peter 3 is prefaced with First Peter 2. Please study that. He said that Christ, when he was reviled, he reviled not. That's when he was assaulted, he did not reciprocate. Why? Because the moment that animal jumps off from the altar, it's no longer a sacrifice. <laughs> when it begins to claim its own right, then there's nothing left. You get it next year. Get it now. What would I have next year to get? All right, final question, ma'am. And interestingly, this question was asked like 20 minutes ago whilst we were speaking. The person said, Mrs. Adenoju, I observed that you possess the qualities of a strong woman. Strong woman. I would like to know and learn how do you keep your strong personality and still function with a meek and quiet spirit? Exactly what Pastor wrote. In bracket, I observed this in YouTube. So whilst you, you you are still a work in progress, people are already observing and looking up to you. How do you balance the two when it comes to your relationship with your husband and home? Ooh, that's so that restraint, how does it work for you? What, what was happening there? Were you talking to yourself like, hmm, like Yeah, 
Yes, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um. Good question. How do I answer this question? Okay, there are two things. I think um, me, I'm a baby girl. With my husband, uh, no, 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 I'm not, I don't form strong at all. <laughs> at all, I don't form strong for him. I can be naughty, I can be headstrong. But I'm not a strong woman at all. <laughs> not at all, I'm not. And um, also because, you know, over the years, I, I see him as my my he's my lover is my father is my friend he has in my headspace he has that you know that's who he is in my headspace and i'm not trying to prove any point that i'm a alpha female or what all those <laughs> nah, 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 nah. no those things don't work for me because i understand god's order I don't do one of those things. Yes, I'm driven. Yes, I'm by design and by training. Maybe because also I got into leadership position very early in life. I was the head girl for my school for two and a half years. Wow. For something I really did not want to do. It wasn't something I wanted. I think I've spoken about it here before. I wanted to be library prefect. I like to read. I love books. I was doing well in school. Then I was trusted into being the head girl. So I think that's 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 um, um, training over the years made me take responsibility very quickly, and also take responsibility for people raising and nursing people as I grew up, even when I was in university. So that's I think that's formed a part of me to want to get things done, to do things properly, and all of that. I understand that, but when it comes to the marriage relationship. I think it's a bit different in the sense that I understand his place. I don't try to take his place at all. I don't. He has his own place. Yes, I can ginger him. Yes, I can be headstrong sometimes. But at the base of it is that you're my lover, you're my friend, you're my father, you're my, you know, you're my best too. So that is it. I don't mix it at all. Then when I come to, see, when I come back from work, and that's the temptation, you see, when you lead people, when you're in a, you want, you do boss lady in the office and all of that. See, that cap, eh, like we've on, I remove it in my, in my, my car. Then when I'm almost close to the Kofu Abayomi on the way to my street, I wear my wig again. That's how I do it. I don't bring that boss lady. I do. He doesn't enter my house. And if Come I on. don't tell, if you don't know me, I don't even introduce myself by titles. I don't. Even when we're pastors in uh, in our former life and all that, and I call people. This has been bothering you. In my mind, I'm saying he calls him. This is our name. Pastor, I remember say that's our name. So those things don't they don't enter our space at all, at all. Praise the Lord. Oh. So know when to take off the the hats and the cap. And I think when Angel was speaking earlier, um, Jesus made himself of no reputation. So I thought about that one of the major things that causes troubles in homes is that men try to be bosses at home. So everybody's hailing you, we go, they hail, hail your name. That's what they do at work and on the street. Then you now want your wife also to come and lay on the floor and say, we lay it all down, we lay it all down. You are a husband, house bond, and sometimes, depending on the dynamics of your house, that includes washing dishes and, okay, even for African men. <laughs> 
right um depending on dynamics in your house especially when you don't have a house help right so i think that's important knowing what to put on and then what to put off as time progresses so so what's your process um baby so that the, so she says she's your baby <laughs> right Sorry, I want to say that. Then another thing, eh, one of the things I'm really grateful to God about her. See, for me, eh, I love people. I'm energized by people. So, but you know, once you have done that, you've given yourself here and all of that. The flip side is, is the one that is really doing the job. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it does my neck, it does my back, it does my, you know, and all of that. Then it pours into me, you know, that kind of thing. We talk, we realize, you know, for that's why I say he's really the person doing the job, to be honest. Okay. So let's let's celebrate them. Sorry, ma'am, you didn't answer my other question. When you have a burning issue in your heart and you really want to talk, boy, you're like like you don't want to talk but it's inside your chest because that's something for many women like I have to get on my chest get on my chest how do you hold yourself back is there a physical exercise like push-ups or something or do you start running around now hey me sorry me sorry because I really want people to have practical things. Some women be like, I cannot be normal if I don't express myself. Oh. So, what is the secret? Uh, the Bible says that when I was a child, I became like a child. It has to do with maturity. Ah, before, if I haven't said it, if I. Saying it, uh, it was so important to me. I remember when we were getting my assessing, uh, let me be able to speak my mind, though. <laughs> I'll try to be civil about it. But anyhow, anyhow, let me be able to say what's on my mind. And I said what was on my mind. But as I grew, I asked myself, what do you want? What is the end game? Do you want to win an argument or you want results? Hmm. I told myself I wanted an result. Because Ayomiko said to me one day, he said nobody really wins in an argument that even when you win the argument, you lose a friend. See, wisdom in the mouth of babes. <laughs> so I told myself I wanted results. Because you can actually win an argument and you don't have results. So I think that's um, knowledge, that's, that's understanding helped me to moderate myself that result is what I want. I want this thing to change. I want this thing done or something. So how I go about it. Then I realized that, see, if I'm saying, say, 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 my husband just locks down. So we don't get anything done when there's lockdown. <laughs> COVID in the home. And that brings more frustration because you think he doesn't want to deal with it. He's burying his head in the sand, you know, that kind of a thing. So he aggravated. So I'm learning to moderate. Then me that I talk about five things at the same time, I'm learning to talk. Maybe I start with three. <laughs> then I reduce it to two, one and a half. I'm getting there one by one to tackle. And also because, you know, and also because I think with this flexi work and all of that, because um, you're, I'm busy Monday to Friday, my week is packed and all that. Mm. So the only opportunity I have maybe on a Saturday, I, go, <laughs> I just vent or just pour everything out and all of that. 
And sometimes it's not even about him. It's just yeah. that I've had a rough week. I've been pulled from many sides and all of that. Mm. And he just, I just dump everything on him. A lot of time it's not about him, to be honest. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. So, how do you handle... <laughs> well, <laughs> if there's a man beside you, say you can handle it. <laughs> say even if you are not on social media, you can handle it. Leleu, <laughs> leleu. Put a lamp on it. Yes, sir. Please. All right. Um, there are two questions. The first one is about how do I handle it when it comes like that. Um, I've um, I've always, you know, liked to help her and to have this discussion. That see, I, well, if she's my wife. She has the best interest. She has my best interest at heart. I've always told her that there is absolutely nothing she says to me that is wrong. It is the manner. It is the manner that it comes. There will be some right uh, moment for you to bring issues for discussion. You know, because oftentimes, because of maybe because of my own nature, once you have an issue discussing with me, I'm already thinking about the solution. I may not verbalize it. But I am already so because I believe more in action speaking rather than words. Yes, sir. But for men, you also must understand the makeup of the woman that she wants to be able to see that step of that you want to take to resolve it. So you must find a middle ground in acting the way a man typically can act or will act. Uh, but also factoring in her own need to to fully understand that yes, by reason of what you have discussed with her, you know that matter is already sorted out. You know, so that is one of the. So I always tell her, please, yes, all those issues are, are things that I must deal with. Um, but know that I am I'm going to deal with it. Um, don't dump them on me. Find an appropriate, and I, I share this analogy with her. I grew up amongst women. You know, I grew up amongst women. I'm talking, you know, I'm the fourth child. All of my 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 elder ones are ladies, and all of my younger ones are also ladies. So I, I came with a lot of understanding about women. Um, before I came into my own relationship. And a lot of pampering too. <laughs> you know, so, but there's this issue that my, my, my sisters will always have, you know, accusing my father that, you know, there's nothing I ask for that I don't get. And that is not true. But the dynamic is this. I know when my father has money. <laughs> and I only ask him when he has money. Wisdom. No matter how burning that thing is that I need, once I do my checks and I see that he doesn't have money, I won't ask him. 
I won't ask him. But they will, anytime they need it, they... Yes, it's our father, he loves us. But if he doesn't have, you imagine a man that is handling, you know, six children at that time with countless relatives and he's a civil servant and he does not steal. I mean, my father went on, uh, on, on an official duty to Port Harcourt. It was in the days that we don't have GSM. We got to Port Harcourt only to discover that the conference has been shifted one week. So my father went to UNN, checked my elder sister in UNN, and drove back and returned all the money to the cover. So I said, Daddy, but they've given us this money now. Let us pay. He said, no. He said, it doesn't work like that. You know, I'm talking about, and this man has six children and a wife and I said, countless relatives living with us. You know, but so that taught me a lot, and that is what I'm trying to tell a lot of women, ladies. Your needs are genuine. You must be heard, and men must make room. You must make room for them to vent, for them to, you know, a safe space for them to be able to speak their mind, just like this she said. But you must, you know, develop that control and know what to say when the right time is right. Because when the time is right and you say what is right, you get the right response. Because what you are actually seeking is the best of that family, you know? But the manner with which you present it, the time that you present it matters a lot. It carries a lot of weight. So that is my, my and the other question is about handling our strength. That strength is for my assignment. Yes. I've convinced myself about that, you know. Um, I have ideas, and the biggest she, she oftentimes she's uh, she's asking me, you don't even plan vacation for the family. When a man is planning vacation for the family, the money is already there. <laughs> when the money is not there, it is difficult. It's not that he has not planned it, he said. He has planned it. But to discuss it with you, yeah. it will be like Something as if he's lying to you. <laughs> now, I'm telling you about men now. You know, so... so this, this is so important. So, yes, it is very, very important. So, you need to understand that about men and understand that maybe the reason why he's not discussing it now is because he has not figured out yet how he wants Details. to pay yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah. And he knows that it is his responsibility Responsibility, not just to discuss it, but to make it happen. Yes. You know, so handling a strength for me um, is reassuring myself that that strength is for the fulfillment of my assignment because she's a help that is meet for me. So I support wholeheartedly her career. I'm not intimidated by her career, by her success. I actively pray that she will hit the top because I know that she's a woman that is submissive under the assignment that God has given to me. Yes, that assignment, you know, thank God for Pastor Dami. Nowadays, I'm, being, I'm able to articulate it gradually um, and all of that. But in the beginning, it was not, it was just like, you know, a colorless life. I was content with just living a simple life until she came along. You know, I used to see life just Picasso. black and white, but she brought colors into it. <laughs> you know, and all of those things. You know, so I, I, I am excited. 
I'm grateful to God that God has given me a woman that is very strong, that is passionate, that is, you know, result-oriented and all of that. Because, you see, not even the skies is the, the limit to the things that we will achieve. We are just starting our life. Once this student go, we are really just starting. Praise the name of the Lord. It's IBK's look for me. Let's celebrate God. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Matt. An amazing, amazing time. Amazing, amazing time. Hallelujah. Let's put those hands together and thank God for engineer Mr. Daniel Drew. We honor you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, for being open and free and generous and vulnerable. Thank you so much. We all have a lot to learn, man. We have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. Let me pick up on the illustration that he rounded off with. You don't need to sit. You can sit, but you remain standing so we can all close and be going. And some people may not be able to put it together. You know. What's that point? The point is, he always knew when his father had money. So whenever he asked for stuff, he got it. I, I said something to the women last week. Study your state. Because your state can determine whether you lose your estate. In the story between uh, Esau and Jacob, and you know the porridge and all whatnot, the mother knew how to get the father's blessing. So Esau went into the bush, the village, using all his energy. He was using Agidi to make Agidi, even though he didn't live in Agidingbi. They are Kamulet Adamu and Idamu. Right? But the mother, the mother knew the stuff. He said, you know what, Jacob, just, I'm going to prepare this, take it. Also study your husband for women. When does he have the emotional resource that you want? At what time of the day? When is he excited? I gave you guys a tip last week. Some of you, maybe you didn't get it. There's a time that every man is always available, but it doesn't last very long, two minutes or three to five minutes. In a particular moment, there's a pivotal moment, right? And I said something last week that your wives for husbands is an evolving curriculum she's going to change maybe up to seven times in, in her career uh, career in her development the single girl you married is not going to be the same person after you marry i hope you know that i hope you know that that house that you've paid for that is three bedroom or four bedroom i hope you know six months into marriage should be like my kitchen why are you putting this in my kitchen <laughs> Who's keeping this on my on my floor? Like ah, interesting. <laughs> then a year later, my kitchen is too small. So when I was single, I knew I was managing myself. Right? The fridge was too big. Now the freezer is too small. She's going to change. So single, she's going to change. When you get married, she's going to change. When she gets pregnant, she's going to change. 
The Cravens. You know, yesterday, my friend that I met after a long time yesterday, my very old friend, ran to her at the polling booth. But she was telling me, I didn't know, I knew a lot of stuff about her, but she was telling me that one of her pregnancies, so she has three children now, one of her pregnancies, that she was chewing ice block, Cravens, ice block. Now it became a lot to the point where they had to put a whole bowl of water inside a freezer and be squashing it, breaking in front of her. She was chewing the ice, Cravens. Now, what does that mean? If you don't have money for diesel to freeze the ice, and you can't go to Iceland. Are we getting this? So if you want to be selfish, you really cannot have a fulfilled marriage. I don't know what's the recent thing about this place being hot. Like, I don't know what's going on. This is not the wilderness. I'm feeling heat here. I, I didn't used to feel that before. It's not the lights. I've been preaching on stage for <laughs> something. All right. So she's going to change. Then when she has a baby, like the craving, she might want to eat pineapple leaf, okbolo brown, coolie coolie, and corn pie. Right? She's pardon? <laughs> White rice and honey. <laughs> When she has a child, you know, when she's pushed out that baby, number one, you have to start respecting that because when you see life and death for real, and number two, she's going to come into a different state. Her hormones are going to change. And for many of them, their bodies will even change. And then when she starts discovering her own acceleration in life and purpose and destiny, right? So you have to keep dying and reinventing yourself as a man. Hallelujah. I want us to thank God in a minute and glorify him for exposure, for knowledge, for wisdom, for impact. Whatever you have heard this morning, can you say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you that my eyes see these things. Don't be apprehensive. For some people, you'll be like, that means I have to change so many times. Don't worry. God's got you. God's got you. Thank him. Thank him for wisdom, for practical wisdom. Thank him that grace is also made available. You are not only a hearer of the word, but you're a doer of the same. Let's glorify his name. Let's glorify him. Glorify him. Thank him now that you have a blissful marriage. Even for those of us who are still single, waiting on God for the gift of a husband, for the gift of a wife. Thank him in advance. Say, God, I thank you because I'm prepared, I'm armed, I'm equipped. Thank you that you're guiding me, leading me, shaping me. Thank you, Lord. Can we quickly take advantage of this moment that if there's any home that is currently troubled or any life that is currently troubled in a relationship, let's ask that the mercy of God intervenes in that space. That the mercy of God intervenes in that space. The mercy of God intervenes. Wherever there might be tension, confusion, crisis, overwhelm, we speak life, we speak peace, we speak harmony, Kenneth, are you praying? We speak harmony, we speak life, we speak peace. 
for some of you, the fear is that you will have a marriage as troublesome as the one your dad and mom had. But thank God that you are free from fear. You will not repeat their mistakes and their errors. You are free to fly and free to soar. Oh. Speak life over your home, over your lives. Father, we thank you in this home, in this house. Godly marriages, beautiful marriages, blissful marriages. Our homes will be for signs and wonders. The testimonies of joy will resound. name we have prayed. Lord, as we have prayed, we'll receive answers. Joy in every heart, peace in every home, bliss in every marriage. Exceed the expectations of those who are still waiting. And let our lives blossom and fructify to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.